Yeah. Hello, welcome to the first episode of Angelo's Development. I am here with your host of the podcast, Angelo. And Angelo's here with the guest of the podcast, Alan. Otherwise, <laughs> ACM. <laughs> and during this podcast, the direction of it I wanted to go to was kind of just give a uh, backstory of how Angelo got into his self-development journey and his whole connection to it. So the first question I'll pose to you, Angelo, is when did you get into self-development? What made you get into it? Yo, what made me get into self-development? That's a really good question. That is a really good question. Man, I feel like a lot of things made me get into self-development, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I feel like one of the... Well, we'll just say where the breaking point was, because... I feel like that would make most sense because I've been wanting to be into it, I think, in a way, in a while. Mm -hmm. I think you always want to, like, develop and help yourself. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, really, it was uh, being in Atlanta for a while after sleeping in my car and being so, like, mad and depressed all the fucking time. Just, like, super depressed and hopeless and suicidal and just wanting to feel sick. Regardless how good the day was for so long, I thought my brain was, like, fucked up for a while, basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, after doing that for so long, I started getting into things like Tony Robbins, getting into things like, uh, you know, just a lot of videos online, a lot of um, a lot of different uh, speeches mm -hmm. and reading a lot of different things on depression. So from my point of view, really what I got into first was trying to understand the direct psychology of depression, and I feel like one of the people that really helped me was Jordan Peterson, mm -hmm. and then the other person who really just broke my fucking mind, which my friend Casey Sullivan, shout out Casey, mm -hmm. actually put me on to, which is Carl Young, and uh, when I started reading all his shit, dude, oh my god, like I had a point where um, I did mushrooms when I was uh, in Atlanta. And ever since that point, I feel like everybody's saying they have these crazy experiences. I get it, but in a way, I also understand how that could be attainable in just like a, a normal mindset in a way. Mm -hmm. It could be attainable in such a way that you just, you can take back what that gave you, which honestly is just awareness. Mm -hmm. Awareness of so many different ways that you could see things. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed a uh, pattern in self-development is people commonly get into self-development because they have this notion that there's something overall wrong with them that they need to fix or that they're, like, climbing to the top. And, of course, like, the generic thing you'll hear the quote-unquote masters of this say is that the journey is realizing that you were already there to begin with. Yeah. Did you kind of have this, like, notion in your head when you started self-development that there was just something, like, overall wrong with you? Did you have that same mindset? How did you relate to that? Hmm... I would say I was at a point where I was just so perceptive because mm -hmm. I was like, I'm so depressed and I'm just going to, and I just had to be honest with myself and just say, I, I do not know why I'm this depressed mm -hmm. and it sucks because I can't even change it because I, I don't even know why I'm depressed. You mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? And at that point, I think, that's when I just said, whatever I can do that would make me feel better, 
that would make me feel like normal again like I was when I was younger or at least happier or more I don't know I feel like at some sense it's almost like I wish I was at that equilibrium we'll say again mm-hmm. and that's when uh, like after going to the psych ward and shit in Atlanta just being depressed like and then I started working and had money and I was like it, it isn't just from being homeless like just like I'm just really fucking depressed for some reason and I honestly, honestly didn't place it in a box too much as I was like, what the hell do I have to do to change this feeling? Because I keep looking up videos to see what's going on. And at this point, I've just looked at so much shit and not felt better that I, I just really need to get to a point where I can feel better. Mm-hmm. I need a point. Where I don't wake up every day feeling, like, literally fucking sick. Mm. Like, actually feeling sick. Like, genuinely feeling literally fucking sick every day that I wake up. So I don't know if I was necessarily, like, I need to fix myself as much as I was, like, if it's me or if it's the environment I'm putting myself in or if it's some, like, old trauma or something. I'm, I don't really care what it is. I'm just going to go on a journey and look up as much psychology and try to understand as much as I can about the mind and depression and understanding the world mm. so that I could better myself. So you would say... or for, Honestly, I don't even think it was to better myself. It was just honestly just to feel better because I felt so fucking sick. Mm-hmm. I don't even... Nec- like, if it was bettering myself, that'd be fun. But I'm just saying I, I didn't really care what it was if it had to be like I don't know, like, diet changes. And I'm still there. I'm like, whatever. If it has to be a diet change or anything else like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you would say rather than having this conception that there's a problem with you and uh, you need to fix it, you kind of went at it that that may be the problem. It could be a collective of things. The overall problem is I'm just not okay or I don't like how I'm feeling. I don't like uh, this depression and I'm open as to what the problem causing it could be. Yeah, I feel like, honestly, my approach was, I don't know, and I'm not going to claim to even know, like, the direction. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to start using my intuition Mm -hmm. to go in whatever direction my body feels like I should go in to change this issue. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like that's what led me to the videos and whatnot that it led me to. Mm and all the different teachers that it led me to. I mean, I literally just looked up depression, anxiety. The anxiety is more like a layer under, like, anger and depression for me, though, honestly. Mm. I wasn't sure why for, like, a really long time. But um, I honestly just feel like, like Ralph Smart said, like, the brain is like a computer. And you have... so many programs in it, and if you run too many of them, it just, it's going to crash. I really feel like that's more similar to, like, what my situation was, where I was like, I'm not even going to claim to know the direction I should go in. I'm just going to start going in a direction, knowing that ultimately I want to feel better. Hmm. Not, and if it was me, then it's like, I'm not against it, but I'm not even saying, like, you know, it could be that. Yeah, that's where I was at. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And to uh, to give some context, what are some of the things that you've done with, to uh, 
to deal with this depression or to overcome it? Honestly, I think I kind of got lucky because in college, like, being a musician and being in a place where everyone was like, yo, there's only, like, such great heights you can go to with music. Like, it's kind of a pipe dream. And then meeting all these musicians who, like, make money off of music and just make such good music mm. and knowing that it was possible kind of made me think... It kind of made me think a different way, I guess, about the situation. So I was like, what I need to do is find out what beliefs that I have that are causing this. At like a subconscious level, I was just like, I know there's there's a way to get out of this, but I just don't know what the fuck it is. Hmm. And ultimately, what it came back to for me is just the beliefs that I have. Um... And I feel like really it's just identifying too many things as like a systematic process. Mm -hmm. But what was the question again? I honestly forgot the question. The question is, what have you done to deal with and or overcome your depression? Oh, honestly smoke, so that's a good one. <laughs> mm -hmm. Smoking definitely helps. I mean, I went to the doctors like, man, I went to the doctors and they gave me fucking... What was it? It was like Prozac, mm -hmm. but I think it was uh, it was like the generic of Prozac. Maybe the Prozac is generic of whatever. Yeah. But I was taking that, and I was staying at my buddy's house, like him and his family, my buddy Chase. Mm -hmm. And I was laying on his floor, and I woke up, and I just remember, like, waking up, and, like, it felt like I was dreaming. Like, I was brain dead, basically. I was just watching my body, and I did a push-up, and I was like, there's knives in there. I'm going to go take those and kill myself. And I did, like, a push-up to go do it, and then I just dropped down, and I freaked the fuck out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn, bro, like, it almost felt like it wasn't me doing it, mm -hmm. or maybe the part of me that, that would hold myself back was just turned off. Mm -hmm. So I stopped doing Prozac. Um, another big part of, like, depression for me, I felt like was just having limiting beliefs. So when I left and I went to Atlanta, I was like, the reason everybody's so upset is because they cut themselves short in life, mm -hmm. and they limit the possibilities that they could have in the world. Mm. So going to Atlanta and sleeping in a car in Atlanta, that was definitely being like, I'm not going to be one of these people who have all these limiting beliefs about life. Yeah. I just feel like the ultimate limiting beliefs are mostly with you instead of places that you go, though. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's when I got more into psychology and like, well, maybe I should like try some antidepressants. That really didn't work. And then smoking, honestly, has helped more than anything. I definitely want to stop smoking. I just want to know. I just want to get to the point where I know it can be fine. And instead of everybody else being like, well, you, no, I'm like, no. Like, I'm actually going to find the actual way. You feel yeah. me? Like, I'm going to find the way where I know and I have a good plan. And I'm 100% like, this is how or like, you know. Or, or even if it's learning how to let go of shit. Either way. Mm -hmm. I just, uh, I'm definitely afraid to go back to that depressed. Mm. It was, it was, um, I don't know. I felt blind all the time. Mm. It's like that low fog state, you know what I'm talking about? Brain fog is what it's called. Yeah, yeah, that brain, it, it's like I made all these, like, stupid-ass decisions, and I look back, and I'm like, honestly, I, I felt like I was half asleep. Yeah. And that's why I made all those, because I look back, and I'm like, 
the awake you would never do that. Mm-hmm. Like, that feels like a dream. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's an impulse or whatever. Maybe that's, but like, the awake you, there's no fucking way. Mm-hmm. And there's no way you didn't see this. And there's no way you didn't. There's no way you're this fucking. You had this much lack of self awareness, <laughs> you know? I think an interesting thing that you said is during your suicide attempt or suicide attempt you didn't start, um, you said you felt like it wasn't you. And I think an interesting topic to bring up and have you talk about is the idea of high and low vibration energy because a lot of people that jump off the Golden Gate Bridge and survive, they say as soon as they jumped off, they regretted it and they wished they didn't. And they felt like this thing was controlling them. And then that's where the idea of low and high vibration energy comes up. So if your findings about low and high vibration energy, do you think that it's more of an energy controlling you? Do you think more of a low vibration energy is in control of you at that state? Yeah, I would definitely say there's a certain point where you have to learn how to read between the lines. Mm -hmm. And each man has his own responsibility to define what he decides, which part of the world he decides to be the lines. And I would say um, the lines are when you're like, oh, I did this, and this was because this is wrong. And it's like, really, honestly, if you... We'll say we'll take a 24-hour period, mm-hmm. okay? And in that 24-hour period, we'll say, how, many, how much junk food do you eat in a 24-hour period? Mm-hmm. And you put out that much junk food, all right? And you're like, how, much, how many like, things should you do that you procrastinate to do? Like, just literally start a list of things I procrastinated on. And you look at that long enough, and then you look at the way that you felt, and then you look at the the certain signs of how you're being pulled, you realize that it's more of an energetic thing. Honestly, I think it's because the way we see, that we see time. We're like, everything is right here. I completely understand that, but it's almost like your brain is just a circuit that's been shot off that's that's deciding your destiny, if that makes any sense, so... Like, for example, if I see some, uh, it's like muscles. That's the only way we could put it. Mm-hmm. Low and high vibration. It's like muscles. So it's like things that are tempting. Mm-hmm. That's low vibration. And yeah. they're bad for you. Like, like fast food. Like really bad fast food. Right? That shit's tempting mm-hmm. as fuck. And every time you're like, yo, I'm going to eat that. As often as you do that, you are molding yourself into somebody who goes towards pleasure and temptation. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you can't have pleasure in life, by the way. I'm just saying that's a certain direction where you'll start to get pulled into low vibrational energy. So then when you do that, I would, I would almost consider it conscientiousness. Mm. That's what I would consider high and low vibrational energy. Mm. It's like low vibrational is you do things you know you shouldn't do. And since you do things you know you shouldn't do, you don't identify as somebody who does the damn things you know that you're supposed to do. And when you don't do the things that you know you're supposed to do, shitty things happen. Mm-hmm. And that's what I consider low vibrational energy. Now, life is already going to kick you back a little. Now, now it's going to kick you back a little and you fucked yourself over. So now you're going to be resentful as a motherfucker because... And you're not going to admit you're resentful. But deep down inside, you're going to be resentful at yourself. And since you're resentful at yourself, you're mad as fuck and you project it. So then you're mad at everybody else from being resentful from these things. So it's honestly, it's like, it sounded weird at first, but it's like you can literally just have a thought experiment and take this thing and reverse engineer how low vibrational energy works 
and high, how high vibrational energy works. And after you see enough of the patterns, you're like, it's weird how many things it shows up in. Mm. And once you start to realize it shows up in so many things that you couldn't see before, you start to wonder how many other things that you didn't see that this pattern is showing up in. You get what I'm saying? Once you see a pattern so many times, you're like, wait a minute. It's like this pattern makes up everything. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. And I feel like that'd be one of those things. Yeah. So you were in Atlanta and Cali like a year or two years ago, and then you had moved back into Ohio. And I remember when you moved back into Ohio, we kind of had similar timelines in the ways that we both went through a lot of shit. You, I would say, went through more shit. But the thing that we had in common is the consensus that, okay, now is healing time. Now we're getting out of this. I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know what it's going to take to get out of this. But we're going to get out of this rut. And I don't think we knew what to call it at the time. But I would call it low vibration energy. So would you, uh, could you shed light on sort of the low vibration energy circuit that you were in before you moved back into Ohio? So you're asking like, talk about like my negative states when I was in Atlanta yeah just like your overall time your experiences there what made you want to move back and come to healing oh god um shit dude that is such like a it's like there were so many snowball effects that it's hard to decide which one was the bad one that made the other ones you know yeah so it's like hard to decide I guess where to start with this Mm. but um I would say hmm. I'm really going to think about it. I would say honestly I just remember, like, a really deep point was when I was like, I'm so depressed that I'm just going to be hedonistic 100%. I don't give a fuck about life anymore. And I feel like I lost a lot of respect for myself in that manner, too. I was like, it's not really good to be, like, that hedonistic. And after that point, that's what I'm saying. Look, when I started to come just a little bit out of that hedonistic, like, negative energy, and it's so funny because it's, Low vibration, when you're depressed is when you're always drawn to that shit. Mm. It's weird. Always. It's always. But when when you're in it, you find ways to justify it. It's weird. It's weird because you're like, I'm too smart to justify it. But that's actually what's going to fuck you up. Because it's you using your smartness against you. That's really what it is. So the smarter you are, the more fucked you are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's more of an EQ thing than an IQ thing. The IQ, it'll use every other tool against you, you know? Hmm. But... I honestly feel like I got closer to my soul at that point as well. Hmm. Because I really started to, I just looked for it for so long and didn't find it. And I was like, whatever direction this is that I'm going to, to find it, mm-hmm. this is not the direction. 
And I guess really what made me happy is to be like, this is not the direction. Yeah. Would you call it, at that point, emotional leverage? Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. I was just like, dude. Like, I feel like I just tried being negative for so fucking long. And I started watching all these entrepreneurs talk about positivity. And at first I was like, hell yeah, fake it till you make it. And I was like, damn, this is some bullshit, bro. How could you be positive? Fuck all these people. How the fuck could you be positive? And I just thought about the fact that it's me saying it. So it must have to do something with me. You get what I'm saying? Obviously being self-aware. So I'm like, all right. And that's when I got into RSD. And honestly, as weird as it sounds, dude, when I started getting into pickup and just started like talking to girls all the time, I got to a certain point where I was like, pickup is bullshit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it's not that what they're saying, like, none of that's what's bullshit. What's bullshit is the fact that letting go is really what the process is. Mm -hmm. Because when you let go, you have clear vision. And when you have clear vision, you realize maybe it's always been 50-50. Maybe it's always been 20-80 or 80-20. And you're over here freaking out, and it's because you don't get the bigger pictures that it's always going to be back and forth. Mm -hmm. And when you realize that that's the bigger picture, you can't freak out because you have no expectations beyond that, you know? Yeah. And after I got to a certain point, I was like, how, I'm like, what did I learn and pick up? And I was like, to 100% be yourself. And I'm like, why, why would people care about that at all? Hmm. And I'm like, oh, it's because people can't be themselves. And they hate it. Hmm. They literally hate it. And if they're around you and you make them feel like they can be themselves, they don't know why, but they just feel so good around you. They're just like, this is fucking, like, this is, like, almost spiritual. This is insane. And it's, like, because you're reflecting to them the pureness of just being able to be yourself and let go of the outcome in the moment. I seriously considered pickup to be, like, the same thing as meditation. I'm dead fucking serious. At a certain point, I I literally was like, dude, with these superpowers I have in my mind, it's crazy. Because it kind of sucks that I can't explain to people that this is real. And the only people who are un- who understand it are the people who already know it. Because so I'd love just to, like, show people this crazy shit. And I got to a certain point where now I'm, like, I just see everybody as a plant. We're all part of the earth. We're, like, pollen coming off of a big-ass plant. We're literally a part of the earth. Mm. We are... So you look at trees and you're, like, these are branches and blah, blah, blah. If you look at us as almost, like... Another just little organism, maybe termites or something. Maybe just something growing on the earth. Another symbiotic relationship. Mm. After seeing shit at that point, I, I, I can't take shit as personal. I can't take shit as personal at all. Like, I'm at a point where, I don't know, I used to take a lot of shit personal, but I, I just see everything as nature. So it's hard to take nature personal. Really what the issue is, is loneliness by vision. Like, literally being able to see through shit. I'm like, I feel like, and everyone's like, nah, dude, you know what the fuck you're doing. And then I'll read books, and I'll be like, wait a minute, this is, like, literally true. Yeah. People do this. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't let go of trying to show people. That's the issue. Yeah. That's the biggest issue. I'm like... 
now that I know that it's true, I'm like, because honestly, I'm like, I don't want to do this alone. I come from a very tribal family, you feel me? So I'm like, now I have to do all this, and I'm like, yo, guys, look at this, and they're just like, trust me, this will get interesting as fuck, because this is literally the seed. If this is a seed, imagine what the product looks like. Yeah, I agree. I fuck with it, I love it. Alright, peace out. We could just...